Um, so today is the feast day of the martyrs, the North American martyrs, Jesuits, and of all the martyrs, I don't know why, um, I read their account years ago, and it really disturbed me. And it, like, I've read a lot of accounts of martyrs, but like if you read from the early church, you kind of detach, think, it's like you're reading history. But when you read the North American martyrs, I think it upset me so much because you realized, oh my gosh, that could be me. You know, because it happened here, and it's just more detailed. And, like, the one who disturbs me the most is Father Nolan, um, who, he grew up in a very uh, wealthy French-Canadian or French family, um, becomes a priest, and then becomes a missionary. And uh, because smallpox was often transmuted to the uh, Indians, when a plague broke out, the other tribe thought it was because of the priests. So there's these harrowing stories. I don't know if you like, they tortured these priests, then released them. They wanted them to suffer. Horrible, horrible tortures. And then some of the priests, um, they go back to being a missionary. They had their fingers cut off so that they couldn't celebrate the Eucharist anymore. And then they got... Um, uh, marred them. They still went back, uh, tried to preach again, and they end up being martyred. And Nolan upsets me the most because I think he had the most frustrating time because he was terrible at learning their language, struggled with that, came from a comfortable life and endured such pain. And normally you kind of think, oh, well, you know, you could say, oh, the martyrs suffered, but they were happy to suffer. He wasn't happy suffering. <laughs> He made that very clear. He hated every inch and moment of it, but he did it for Christ. Like, therefore, I think he deserves more credit. You know what I mean? Um, so, just moved with, um, for me, that they did give everything for Christ. Now, I'm going to change this slightly in this way. <sighs> yeah, we're not technically being martyred, but... There is, I feel, this is my opinion, you're free to disagree, but you'd be wrong, um, kind of a civil war going on in the Catholic Church um, that people are filled with such hatred. It's not, you know, wild Indians who are attacking the church. We're attacking each other. And even like I've had three priests who uh, I've known for all my priesthood, two of them I went to seminary with, who are retiring early because they just can't handle, um, you know, there's so much bickering and accusation, and they're tired of it. They're going to be priests, and they'll help on weekends, but they don't want to be in charge of a parish. They don't want to do any of that anymore. All people do is find something to accuse you of. Uh, so they are basically retiring early. And I have to say, I've had the same thought. I really have. I kind of thought, oh, God, if I won the lottery, I probably would retire, because I... And then I kind of think, but I really love being a priest. But um, I just hate all this accusations. Honest to God, every, every month there's some weird accusation. I had 20-year-olds who told me I wasn't orthodox because I allow uh, communion on the hand. Um, I get an email, because this is very true, um, that I actually did forget some ofs in the... Uh, Liturgy of the Mass, 
And that is true. I do kind of skip over some words. You guys probably never noticed, but got this accusation. What a horrible priest I am because I missed that of. <laughs> kind of like, oh my God, this is what we're, we've come down to. Does, that's what I mean by a civil war. And the worst part is you have certain people who are fomenting anger in the Catholic Church. And like I know two priests, they're, uh, what do you call that? Basically, um, thrown out because of bad behavior. And so then they go on the internet with these two priests and other people who are just always trying to find some accusation. Even Father Mariusz, and I just find him funny um, because he's Polish. Uh, but I find him funny because like he said to me, I won't, uh, like I, we broadcast the mass for anybody so homebound. He won't do that anymore. You know why? Because God forbid you make some complaint or some mistake, it'll be held. So he said, I'm not, you know, just all it does is allow for this group to criticize anything you say or do. You make one tiny mistake. And here's the thing, I make a lot of mistakes. Unless you're the Virgin Mary, everybody here has made mistakes, including Kathleen. Don't even start me on Kathleen. But like, no, the strange part is, they're so angry. So granted, it's not the martyrdom of the, um, um, North American martyrs who, you know, those outside the church attacked and they attacked and these priests really, I think, acted with great love. It's worse. It's our own people attacking us. Or look at today's gospel, kind of the same thing. Jesus uh, challenges the Pharisees and the scribes and they don't, you know, they don't even like God. They like to proclaim that they're so religious, but they only listen to Jesus just to see if there's anything we can say to accuse him of. They confuse their anger with religious fervor. And that's what's going on today. Um, in fact, there's a word for this, and I forget what it, ah, middle word is, picks. Oh, what is that word? Do you really you don't know, Pete? I thought you were smart. Um, there's a word that, um, it's such a great word. You confuse your anger as uh, intellectual authority. So there's all this anger, and I, like, I, this is me, I'm, I really do believe Satan is attacking the church. That's why we say the prayer of St. Michael. But what Satan wants is us also to keep attacking each other. And so the Pharisees and the scribes, they don't like God. They don't like Christ. And so they're going to try and listen close and ask a lot of questions, trying to find something to accuse him of. Um, anyhow, um, and the amazing part about this passage today is they've turned religion into an idol against God. And that is actually a theme throughout the Bible. Like Jonah, we are reading Jonah last week. Jonah loves to say how religious he is, but before his conversion, he never prays. All he does is criticize other people, and worse, he hates other people. He hates other people and then says, but I'm very religious. <laughs> Jonah's religion, even though he's the chosen people, was actually not true religion, it was an idol. That in the Bible, you can turn religion into an idol against God. That's what the Pharisees did. Our religion is supposed to be this force of love and compassion and justice and courage, not we're gonna attack each other. Does that make any sense? So if we really wanna be 
it's faithful, I think, to the North American martyrs and Christ. Um, we promote a religion that promotes justice and love. Your anger is not a sign of your religious conviction. Your anger is your sign of actually going against God. I'm not saying we shouldn't be passionate about our beliefs, but if your passion moves into really anger against other people, your religion may have turned into an idol. Just be very careful. Hello, this is Father Len McMillan. I'd like to take a moment to thank you for listening to our podcast. If they've been a blessing to you, I'd also like to invite you to prayerfully discern supporting the podcast financially. Your generosity would help support the ongoing production and distribution of the podcast. If you'd like to make a donation, you can simply click the link in the podcast description. Be sure to tell us your donation is for the podcast in the comment section of the submission form. Again, thank you for your support as we seek to share the good news of the gospel. May God bless you for your generosity.